Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual Double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents, 17 plus. College duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it to get everybody ready for Rampage on Friday nights at 10 o'clock. AEW decided to put a special bonus episode of AEW Dark this past Friday at 10 p.m. So let's start with that. Jurassic Express defeated the team of D3 and Ryzen. By the way, these shows are back in Daly's Place. So that is the reason why we had about 34 matches on the AEW Dark shows. Uh, no crowd. You know, the usual Daly's Place. But yes, Jurassic Express did get the win here with Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy pinning D3 after an assisted sit-out powerbomb. Chris Statlander defeated Layla Gray easily with the Big Bang Theory. The Lucha Brothers defeated Sage Scott and Jake St. Patrick when Penta pinned Scott after the Fear Factor double top rope stomp combo. We go to a sit-down interview with Mark Henry, who's with Big Swole and Diamante, talking about what is the root of their issue. Swole says that she's upset because Diamante talked crap about her and then messed with her money, causing her to lose her winning streak. Swole said Diamante only won because she cheated, so Diamante gets in her face uh they tease a little match you know with a scuffle and mark henry getting between saying what did i get myself into julia hart defeated the helica risk with a bulldog impressive work here from hart taz of course upset that risk is wearing the color of orange ethan page defeated baron black easily with the eagle's edge the gun club billy and colton as austin is still on the cylons defeated nick camarado and aaron solo during this match qt marshall was on commentary uh billy gun rolled up soho with the pin with uh by holding his tights so qt marshall is very livid on commentary so we won't be seeing more from these two factions frankie kazarian defeated pretty peter avalon easily by submission with the crossface chicken wing this is actually peter avalon's first match since march the seidel brothers teamed up with dante martin defeated the team of darian bankston very morales and aaron fry mass seidel got the pin on bankston after a combo lightning spiral from the seidels lance archer defeated indy star trey lamar easily with the blackout after attacking him before the bell rings Abaddon defeated Kelsey Heather with the burial plot, which was her leg DDT. In the main event, Orange Cassidy defeated Joe or Joel. Orange wins with the Superman punch after Joel argues with the profit party ringside. So they're still going on with the storyline with Joe or Joel not getting along with the Hardy family office. 
Monday's AEW Dark Elevation, we actually had Tony Schiavone and Eddie Kingston on commentary this week, so no sign of Paul White. Red Velvet defeated Renee Michelle. Michelle tried to attack at the bell, but it cost her as Velvet destroyed her in a minute with the final slice. Captain Sean Dean defeated Peter Avalon with a double knee powerbomb that he caused the deal in about a minute. Total squash match here. Hika Rashida defeated Tisha Price with the Falcon Arrow, but Tisha Price did get a little bit of offense here. We go to the next match. It was supposed to be Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss in a tag team match, but right as they're making the entrance, Janela hits Kiss with the super kick out of nowhere, solidifying the breakup of Bad Romance, the thing that we've been waiting for for a while now has finally happened. Uh, their scheduled opponents, Baron Black and DMC, were in the ring. They come out to check on Kiss, but Janela takes them out as well, and then hits Sunny Kiss with a pile driver on the ledge by the fans. If you know Daly's Place, right where they have the hard camera, there's the fans right there and the little edge that goes to the announce table hit a devastating pile driver right on there brian cage defeated ricky shane page or rsp with f5 total destruction here jade cargill defeated amber nova with the jet with the jaded another total domination if you can see the the pattern of this elevation episode Jurassic express jungle boy and luchasaurus defeated carly bravo and cyrus jungle boy made carly bravo tap out to the snare trap and the main event, the only match that went past two minutes, no joke. Lucha Brothers defeated the Seidel Brothers. Uh, Kingston was put in Penta as his best friend again this week, and Penta pinned Matt Seidel after a double-team fear ca- uh, factor. Like I said, with the exception of the main event, every match was like under a minute or maybe a minute and 20 seconds. Like, it was total squash matches on this episode, which is fine, because like I said, we had three episodes of Dark. And the last Dark, Thunder Rosa defeated Zeta Zhang, making her debut uh, by submission with the Peruvian necktie. You might recognize Zeta Zhang. She spent some time at NXT in 2017, 2018, was in the Mae Young Classic. Uh, she's appeared recently in MLW and a couple other indie promotions as well. Red Velvet defeated Skylar Moore with the final slice. This is Moore's first appearance since March. 2.0, the former Everrise, Matt Lee and Jeff Parker defeated Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray, winning with the hot shot and Parker pins Alanis. Bear Country making their return tag team match defeated Chaos Project. This is Bear Boulder's first match since April. Bronson gets the pin on Luther after an assisted splash. Darby Allen defeated the, the debuting Invictus Cash, pinning him with the Last Supper. QT Marshall defeated Allen Five Angels. Uh, the Dark Order of the Factory kind of get a, into a scuffle that sends them to the back. And then at one point, QT takes off Angel's mask to distract him and hits the diamond cutter for the pin. Hikaleo defeated Thad Brown, who's making his debut, with the T-Bomb. Nyla Rose defeated Valentina Rossi, easily with the Beast Bomb. Daniel Garcia gets his first win, defeated Fuego Doso by submission with this move that I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it, you're going to have to watch it, but basically he has like a surfboard type move, and he pulls his legs forward with his arms while pulling his arms back with his legs. So, pretty devastating submission uh, going into his match against Darby Allen on Wednesday. Penelope Ford defeated Sahara 7 by submission with the Indian Deathlock. Sean Spears and Warlow defeated Seth Gargas and Ripper Zabisco. Uh, Ripper is the son of Larry Zabisco making his debut here. Spears pins Zabisco after the C4. The Hybrid 2 defeated Jay Freddy and Marcus Cross. Freddy making his debut. And Helico makes him tap out, though, to the Nafaro death roll. The Lucha Brothers defeated Cesar Bononi and JD Drake. No sign of Ryan Nemeth this week. Phoenix pins Drake after Penta had a double stomp and Phoenix hits a sprog splash. Ty Conti defeated Robin Renegade with the DD tie. Uh, but Renegade hung in this match. Private Party defeated Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah by cheating a little bit. Uh, and Helico distracts the referee. Jack Evans kicks Utah in the face. And then they even had their feet on the rope to pin Chuck Taylor. I'm sorry, to pin Utah. 
Evil Uno's two Grayson and Cole Cabana defeated David Ramos, Jake Manning, and Joey Sweets easily, with Cabana pinning Sweets after the Chicago Skyline and Splash. In the main event, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Ten of Dark Order defeated Arjun Singh, Dean Alexander, and T.I.M. Uh, Singh actually just appeared on Monday Night Raw recently as Ginger Mahal's lawyer. And uh, Ten makes Alexander submit here to the full Nelson. There was a match here that did get cut off. It was the acclaimed defeated Hunter Knott and Rosario Grillo, with everything going on recently with Max Caster and his freestyle. That's probably the reason why. So not sure when we're going to see Max Caster again, hopefully soon. NWA Power. So we had a special bonus Friday episode of NWA Power that was called Extra Power. We had Nick Aldis defeated Otison by submission with the Cloverleaf, and Tim Storm defeated Jordan Clearwater. Uh, Mae Valentine has a sit-down interview with Thomas Latimer and Camille talking about their upcoming wedding, saying that Aaron Stevens, J.R. Kratos, Thunder Rosa, and Billy Corgan won't be invited. And then Austin Idol and Velvet Sky have an interview where they're pretty much arguing about who would win the champion series. And the main event for the TV championship, Tyrus defeated the Pope to win the television championship. Austin Idol got involved while the referee was out causing Tyrus to hit an avalanche splash and a hard punch for the pen. Uh, it's a good thing that we had this episode because the regular Tuesday episode did not happen. There was some sort of um, technical difficulties, and it didn't happen, so it did get pushed back to Wednesday night. So I'll be covering that as well as next week's um, NWA. Uh, but they are having a season finale. I want to say that's the last episode, so I'm not sure how long they're going to be out for, but they do have those upcoming pay-per-views at the end of the month. NXT UK, Blair Davenport defeated Zaya Brookside after a couple knee strikes to the face. After the match, Dave Davenport kept attacking Brookside. They show footage of Mustache Mountain challenging Pretty Deadly for the tag titles, and they accept that match will happen on August 19th. Sid Scala says that Tyler Bay is still a fighting champion, so they will... They will have an eight-man tournament to determine the number one contender for the Heritage Cup, which includes Mark Andrews, Noam Dar, Kenny Williams, Oliver Carter, Nathan Fraser, Tioman, Sam Gradwell, and Wolfgang. We get a video package for Ala Dawn, where it shows that she's burying a lockbox without watching it into the woods while showing clips of Millie McKenzie. Subculture is backstage, and for some reason, Flash Morgan Webster just slaps Wolfgang and runs away. I wouldn't do that if I was him. Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars making their tag team debut, defeated Danny Jones and Josh Morrell. Uh, Morrell gets penned after Mastiff hits a big cannonball in the corner. And Stars and Mastiff worked pretty well together in their first tag team match. Nina Samuels and Mel get into a backstage with Samuels saying the NXT UK title shot should have been hers. They hype up the first Heritage Cup match, which is going to be Andrews against uh, Noren Dar. And they show their history of how long they've known each other and worked with each other. We get a video from Aoife Valkyrie where she challenges Ginny to a match. But it looks like Joseph Connors will be locked in a shark cage. So more shark pages in wrestling. And Stevie Turner, she stops Michael Sotomora's training session and challenges her to a match. So a lot of matches being set up here. And the main event... Amazing match. Iron Man match. A-Kid defeated Jordan Devlin. First ever Iron Man match on NXT UK. 60 minutes. Sorry, 30 minutes. <laughs> I wish it was 60 minutes. Devlin gets the first fall by submission with a Cloverleaf after repeatedly working on the knee of A-Kid. A-Kid gets a second fall by submission as well with an armbar after a beautiful transition out of a pinfall. And A-Kid gets a second fall uh, with less than two minutes left with a modified Rings of Saturn using his leg to pull back on Devlin's arm. Uh, the last minute was wild. There was plenty of pin attempts. Devlin trying to tie it up with the final pin attempt, but it gets saved by the bell. Outstanding match here, and I love how all the falls were done by submission. That was the main story going on here. Everybody working on each other's limbs. 205 Live. Uh, I think this might be one of the final episodes here because, yeah, where is everybody? But Leon Ruff in his final match uh, defeated Grayson Waller by reversing Waller's Argentine backbreak into a crucifix bomb. Um, sad to see Re- Leon Ruff go. Obviously, I've been following his career since Evolve Wrestling and was so proud of him coming to NXT and winning the North American title and everything. But this was his first time on 205 Live since July 2020 and his last time for now as Grayson Waller's losing streak continues. And Kushida defeated Ari Sterling by submission with the Hoverbird Lock. This is Kushida's first match on 205 Live since April of 2020. And uh, Ari Sterling's loss as well as Jake Atlas, Asher Hale, Ari Sterling, Leon Stuff, uh, Leon Ruff, just to name a few, are all gone. 
Um, that's pretty much all of 205 Live's roster. Uh, poor went out for Kona Reeves, Bronson Reed, and everybody else as well who's been released recently. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, episode 52. So we have reached one full year of New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Alexander James making his debut, defeated Kevin Knight with a gut wrench powerbomb. James made a name for himself in WXW in Germany, as well as Bloodsport and GCW Beyond Wrestling and more. Fred Rosser and Rocky Romero defeated Alice Coughlin and Ren Narita, with Romero making Coughlin tap out to the armbar. After the match, Rosser extends his hand to Narita, but this gets denied, and then he gets in Rosser's face after he saw him clapping and celebrating too much. The main event, Danny Limelight and JR Kratos defeated the West Coast Wrecking Crew with Limelight pinning Jarrell Nelson after a springboard DDT. Both teams get into each other's faces after, but Tom Lawler comes in between and said because of Dickinson leaving, they now have spots to fill, and Royce Isaacs and Jorah Nelson of the West Coast Wrecking Crew have officially joined Team Filthy to end the show. All five men standing tall. Ring of Honor, the Women's World Title Tournament continues in Round 1. Uh, Allison K actually defeated Willow on Women's Division Wednesday to advance, so that's a note that I should point here. But as far as the matches for here, Quinn McKay defeated Mandy Leon with a bow tie pen and commentary went absolutely crazy here. Uh, Mandy didn't have engine on the love ringside, so that's one of the reasons why Quinn McKay was able to win. And uh, yeah, so nice moment here. Her getting her first win in Ring of Honor and advancing to fight Roxy. The second match, Trisha Dora defeated Marty Bell by submission with a cattle mutilation. And the main event, the Mexican squad of Bandito and Rex Horace. Ray Horace defeated Brody King and Chris Dickinson of Violence Unlimited. With Bandito pinning Dickinson with the 21 plex after the match, Rush and LFI come out to attack all four men. And then Homicide comes out to try and fight them off. WB main event, Angel Guards defeated Lindsay Dorado and Jackson Riker defeated Cedric Alexander. And the WB Network editions of the week, WXW Drive Champions and ICW Fight Club. And that is it for me this week. You can catch me here next week for another... Hello, hello, hello. Davey Portman here from Up Next. John... What's going on? Um, uh, I, I, I've heard you on these shows recently, just taking uh, little shots in the dark, shall we say. And uh, we've got a big pay-per-view around the corner, and I, I, can't, I, I can't let you be getting away with this, Sino. How did you even get into this podcast? How did you hack into this? I am the podcast, John. You're only here because we let you be here. And you know what? We're letting Frank be in that main event, and... And I, I, I know what you've been planning. Hey, listen, I, I know you're I, his corner man here. I only have 15 minutes. I can't go beyond that because my time. I don't give a here. fuck how long you have, John. This is on my podcast network here. This is up next. And I do whatever the hell I want, John Ceno. But okay. up next summer is round the corner. And I, I know you've been training Fire Frank. I know you've I been helping him out. I know you're trying to take down the authority. You're trying to take down Braden Harrington. And it ain't happening. So I, I have a little proposition to make to you. Okay. If, if you're man enough to step up to the plate, John. Absolutely. Shoot. So we have a two out of three falls match in the main event. I think Frank is getting to pick the first fall. Braden's getting to pick the second fall. But who is going to be able to pick the third fall? It's very like NXT right now. We, we've got mm-hmm. to put the power in someone else's hands. Now, I know you've been championing for your boy, Frank, and I'm always championing for my boy, Braden, my co-host, my partner in crime. So how about we have a little advantage match? Whoever Hmm. wins between you and I gets to have the advantage in the main event. Okay. I like the sounds of that. I like the sounds of that. So what do you, are we doing like a hot sauce challenge? What are you going to do this time? You're going to, you're going to eat something, drink something? Well, I, I, I've done the hot sauce challenge before, and you know what? I've been, I've been screwed out of my very own games too many <laughs> times. Um, now, if you remember, during 
during lockdown, we were playing Jackbox TV quite a lot. And I know you you consider yourself a bit of a rapper. And yeah. you, you would quite often win those games. But to for me to prove myself, because I've been on a bit of a losing streak on these own games, on my very own games, I'm going to... I think I need to step outside my comfort zone. Maybe I'm too familiar with these games I'm putting together. And maybe I need to step into your world to prove that I can be better than you at anything. So I am suggesting, Sino. It's not what I think it is. A bit of a rap battle. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, you, yeah. You, you watched 8 Mile one time, and now all of a sudden you think you're the real Davy Porter? You think you're the future? I am the future, John. I'm the past, present, and the future of this business and you, you sure you want to do this i mean i have i have a wu-tang tattoo on my back you sure you want to do this against me i mean it's, it's your last chance well i have a davy fucking portman tattoo all over my body and i'm <laughs> oozing with ability to take you down and give braden the advantage and up, up next summer because as long as i have his back he will always be the champion I am down 100%. I see you and, and Brayden, you know, in the same room, giving each other tips during these things. I'm going to be right there with Frank in the same room, helping him out as well. And I will definitely help him by destroying you in this rap battle and give the advantage and the third fall to fire Frank so he can burn down the BDE once and for all. Well, get your rhymes ready, Sino, because I'm coming for you, bitch. This fucking Canadian British bartending podcaster really made me go past 15 minutes. It's all right. You know what they say. You play with fire. You get burned. And don't worry. We have a lot of fun planned for you. I'll see you guys here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.